Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, we'll be covering five things you probably don't know about us, what we can't live without, and our morning and evening routines. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. All right, so let's start off with listing five things that you listeners probably don't know about us. And I'll start off by giving one. I attended a dance academy for preschool. What? Yeah, and it's so weird to think of because people are like, wait, what? Hold on. Like I've, I've gone to a church for a preschool or I've gone to like a nanny that brings kids into their home and that's like the preschool or daycare. But yeah. it was this smaller preschool in my birth town that I had attended and it was just like regular preschool classes. But instead of regular playground activities, they would have that and they would have dance classes. So I got to like learn different little kids dances and I had like little ballet tutus and they'd have acrobatics class. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was I did not fun. know that. Well, good. Then I'm on the right <laughs> track. <laughs> Let's see. What can I think of? This is a little personal, so I won't give it too much detail, but I have three half siblings, but grew up as an only child. So, Ooh. And can you reveal the genders of the siblings? Two older sisters and a younger brother. Who even knew? That's so cool, though. 
I know because I grew up just me and my mom and my grandmother in the household. So it's kind of weird. People don't really realize that I'm technically not an only child, but technically I am because of my mom. So it's kind of like you got the best of both worlds. And I feel like that's so common nowadays, especially with parents that divorce or couples that don't even really get married. They'll just be almost like common law and have kids right. and separate. So everybody nowadays has half siblings or step siblings, really. I know. It's actually more common than people think. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. So another thing that people probably don't know about me, and I, I don't know why they would know this, but <laughs> when I was younger, I split my arm open like right oh. above my elbow, spinning around in one of those rolling office chairs. And I clipped my elbow onto the glass desk. It was my dad's glass desk at like this newspaper company. So it yeah. like gashed open my arm and I was just like screaming, crying, bloody murder. But I didn't even make it into the news though. Like really? It happened at a dang newspaper company and I don't even make it in the news. What a scam. They kept it hush-hush. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was a liability. <laughs> but that's something you need to watch out, guys. Rolly chairs are fun as hell, but you can bust your ass on them. Yeah, I mean, wow. Uh, do you have a scar from it? I do. It's not that big, but it's it kind of like is concave, so it feels kind of gross. And it has like no feeling, so it's like weird. Oh, that's, that is weird. Like, you know, when people go to feel your weenus, you already can't feel it. And but right. like, weenus like your elbow skin, not the yeah. other. Like get your mind out of there, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of related. I actually at twelve years old dislocated my elbow, and what people don't know is that I actually can't straighten or bend it all the way, oh. which makes gymnastics a lot harder. I don't know how I did it up until graduating college. It was just ridiculous how much harder I had to do gymnastics. Um, Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't imagine not having my arm to be able to straighten all the way and to go through that dislocating your elbow. Ugh, oh, my I God. Know. And on top of that, I had like five surgeries. I screamed like bloody murder when it first happens. I was like, I've been shot. <laughs> like, that's I'm how about I to felt. scream like bloody murder just thinking about it. Can you give like <laughs> just not gruesome, but can you give like high level overview on like how it happened? I was doing a bars and I was doing a toe up and I missed the high bar and completely like fell on my face and tried to catch my fall with my arms. Oh. I'm surprised I didn't bust both of them because I had like both arms going down. So, oh, yikes. So one point lesson from that incident is people when you fall Try to fall on your butt or something <laughs> squishy. I don't even or... know. Try to like, don't try to avoid the fall. Just let it happen is the big message. Yeah, here. like make, make it like a tuck and a roll, not like a stiff landing or something. Yeah, if you can. definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Another little tidbit. Um, So when I was younger, I used to sell like the string friendship bracelets and yeah. the gimp keychains, like the plastic 
You know, oh, you yeah, know how you yeah, bake like yeah, the yeah. basket weave keychains? I used to sell those at summer camps to like the little kids. That way I could make money to spend on candy. So I was just like <laughs> a young hustler. <laughs> that's so funny, but that's very entrepreneurial of you. Yes. You know, you got to start young. You got to make a buck somehow to get those Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both have sweet tooth. So, oh, yeah. It's not shocking that you would do something like that. I literally just ate Skittles before this episode. No shame. <laughs> I had ice cream earlier for lunch. So, mm. <laughs> we're just so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Stay fit. <laughs> um, what's another one? Oh, I guess this is something people might know, but I think most people don't know was I was actually born in Boston. Like, you know, people just say, oh, I was born in Boston, like the capital of their state. Mm-hmm. But I actually was born in Boston at a hospital in Boston. But I graduated high school in Las Vegas. Oh, that is quite a change. One coast to the other. It's like a juxtaposition of my upbringing (laughs) on the East Coast and then going to the West Coast. Because it's kind of hard for me to even say like, oh, where did I grow up? I don't know. Like, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, for 15 years, I grew up in Boston. And then once we went to Vegas, I stayed there till graduation. And then I went to North Carolina. So So then which did you like better? And and how did they both compare to each other? Boston and Vegas? Um, I liked growing up in Boston because I always joke that the weather made me have a tough skin, (laughs) like thick skin, because it just gets so cold in the winter and you have to learn how to just deal with it. Mm -hmm. I like the ease of the West Coast, how you can just relax a little bit better, like people aren't as in a rush. Yes. As they are in the East Coast, which I find funny. So I kind of like both. I would definitely want to be more bicoastal once I find a place out on the West Coast. So mm-hmm. I would definitely like that. But I don't know. I think if I had to choose, I think Boston. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. I might change my mind later, but I think Boston is really where. Or, yeah, Boston. (laughs) It's hard to decide. I don't know. Forget what I just said. (laughs) I could could see you in Boston. Vegas is just... But also I'm thinking of like the strip Vegas, which so many people right. think of when you, you got to you gotta keep in mind, there's a whole population and, and residency that lives there, not yeah. on the strip. Yeah, there's like suburbs surrounding it. So it's not all strippers and thongs and damn STDs. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say what a shame, but maybe not about that last one. <laughs> not the last part, but yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so one thing that I think a lot of like my close family and friends know about, but maybe not outsiders, is that I'm obsessed with anything paranormal related. So mm-hmm. like the ghost hunter shows and all sorts of things like that. I, I'm obsessed with them. And anytime we go to old historic towns down here in the Southeast, like Savannah or Charleston, we try to go on ghost tours. I mean, it only ever happens like once in a blue moon because my right. fiance is not 
down for any of that stuff, <laughs> but he does it to appease me. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. But I just, I love learning about spirits, the paranormal world. And like when people pass, do they come back to us in like a different form or whatnot? I, ooh, I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, I've always joke also that after watching Beetlejuice, I'm like, that's literally accurate. That must be based off a true story. (laughs) I'm like, the Beetlejuice is real, guys. Come on. (laughs) So another thing about me is even though, well, not even though, but although I'm from Massachusetts and went to school in North Carolina, my grandmother um, moved from South Carolina to Raleigh right before she came to Boston. So Raleigh was the last place before she came to Boston. So it's like full circle that I went to school there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like a premonition or something. Like she passed yeah, through. It's... She probably really liked it, enjoyed it. And then like you somehow genetically acquired that liking for Raleigh. Yeah, very weird because she was born in South Carolina, but grew up in Whiteville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. It's like weird that I would choose to go to North Carolina. I didn't show interest in it growing up. So just random. Hey, but it brought us together. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then the last of things that you guys probably don't know about me is that I have a terrible, like, deathly fear of drowning. And, oh, like, my gosh, me too. And, like, in turn, so I love the lake. I love the beach. I love the pool. But I will avoid every single water sport as much as possible because I have this weird fear that I'm going to do, like, some weird flop off of the inner tube, somehow, like, knock my head hard on the water or get some water up my nose, pass out, drown, and die. Yeah. (laughs) Or some like random sea creature is going to come up, grab me, pull me into the depths, and I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) I have a fear of being on boats too. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, there's nowhere to go. There's no land. How would like (laughs) just thinking about the Titanic, even though I didn't see the movie, but I'm just like, that happened. That could happen again. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Just avoid the icebergs and you'll be set. Yeah, just avoid <laughs> going on boats as much as possible. So that's all I have to do. Um, last thing is that when I was younger, I wanted to be a botanist. Like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> I don't even like plants Wait, right now. So, like, not a veterinarian, not an astronaut, a botanist. Yeah. Okay. I want to be actually several different things, but a botanist sticks out to me because it's so ridiculous because I don't even care about plants. <laughs> I don't. I'm just like, uh, there's just so much upkeep and like they look nice, but I'm just not into it, even though they add a good touch of greenery to your place. But I'm just like, I couldn't care less. Well, Diane, I got to say, if you went down the botany route, you'd probably be a shitty botanist <laughs> for hating plants. Yes, I would be terrible. That is too, too funny. Yeah, I'm like thinking back, like, what the hell was I thinking? I don't even remember remotely liking plants at all during my life. So that was just (laughs) random. I would love to be in the the brain of young Diana to understand why botany. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, oh my gosh, get me out of here. Um, Yeah, maybe you had too many like weird dreams about 
like maybe a Venus flytrap is eating you and, and that's deterred you away from wanting to be a botanist. I don't know. Maybe. We'll never know. Up next, we're going to talk about what we can't live without. Mm. Now, I feel like there are so many things I feel like I can't live without. Sadly, technology is a big part of it. But if I was like on a deserted island, I think these are the things that I would take with me no matter what. Okay. So the first thing is moisturizer. Mm. I can't live without moisturizer. I just don't like dry skin. It looks disgusting. It feels gross. It looks tacky. I just don't like it. Uh, I'd rather be like an oily, sweating, hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like I would look nice and glowy, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, it's so funny that you put that. I put down like lotion and chapstick, so both moisturizing items. Because I can't stand the feeling of dry skin, dry hands, or like dry lips. Literally, I have lotion and chapstick on me. At all times. And mm-hmm. I have them like stashed in little places in my house. Like I swear to God, in every single room, there is a bottle of lotion and a chapstick. You just got to yes. you gotta hunt to find it. But I've stashed them everywhere. Yeah, I love lotion as well. Like I put it on every night and make sure my skin's nice and soft and moisturized and not ashy. So we're right on track with that first one. Yes. An item that I put down that I can't live without would be dry shampoo. So your Mm. girl here does not like to shower. And I'm constantly being told by my fiance to stop napping, get your ass in the shower so we can go to bed. (laughs) Like I I literally hate showering. Hey, that's why they invented dry shampoo, right? And I mean, it really is such a revolutionary product that I think all of us millennials stand by and we have in like our arsenal, even though it was made decades ago. Right. I agree with that because when I used to wear my hair straight, I didn't wash my hair every single day. And that was a saving grace for my hair just to keep it from smelling and make sure it was more manageable as the days went on. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But now that I wear my hair curly, there's no (laughs) need for it. Yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. (laughs) Okay, the next thing I can't live without is hand sanitizer. Oh, how suiting for the time period. I know, but I was like this before it even happened. I'm just like, I, oh, just touching stuff that other people touch and people are just not hygienic and, oh, I, ugh. ugh. Yeah. grosses me out i can't (laughs) i can't articulate how much it disgusts me but yeah i feel that too i always would have a little travel size hand sanitizer like thrown in my backpack or something at school or thrown in my purse nowadays which i mean hey it's a necessity now yes it is You mentioned technology earlier, so this wouldn't be a desert island item, but I can't live without a camera, whether it's like Mm. my Canon camera or whether it's the camera on my phone. But I just I love to take pictures of people and pictures of places and locations that I go to. So I like have to have something with me to capture the photos. Otherwise, I get this serious feeling of regret for not bringing a, a camera with me to be able to capture like those artistic moments 
And I know that sounds so cheesy, but I try to live in the moment. So don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm just photographing everything and not living in the moment, but I like to look back at things and like remember them and see how beautiful it was. Yeah, a camera is a good accessory because you can just pop it out, snap a photo, and it really does help you remember that moment. So I agree with having a camera as something to have with you at all times. Mm -hmm. Another thing I can't live without, we mentioned chapstick, so that's definitely (laughs) moisturizing, but I feel like... Anything hygienic, to be honest, mint, chapstick, perfume, perfume I can't live without. Mm. I love to smell good. I love warm and spicy scents on my body. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely something I can't live without. I'm very affected by smell. So Mm. whenever I smell good, I definitely feel better about myself. Yeah, it brings forth a like a sense of confidence. And mm-hmm. and like you said, if you like a scent, you'll like how you're feeling for the day and you'll have like a positive mindset. Whereas if you feel like, ugh, I just, I kind of just feel like, like, blah, like a, I smell like a piece of paper or something. I don't, right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> something like you don't smell like nothing. You smell like something. I don't know. Piece of paper is the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> like you don't, bad- don't want to smell like a piece of paper. Like bad BO really affects someone's mood. Like you might be just not lazy, but just not in the right headspace, not taking care of yourself. But if Mm. you like smell good, it like makes you feel, I don't know, refreshed depending on what the scent is. Like I love putting eucalyptus oil drops in the shower and it just makes it feel very therapeutic. Yeah, I've seen even pictures on like Pinterest of people purchasing live eucalyptus plants and hanging them in the shower just because it kind of gives off those oils and those scents. And it's just, it's an amazing experience. Yes, it is. The last thing that I have that I can't live without, and it's not a physical item, it is pre-bedtime naps. So this is kind (laughs) of like, this is a bad habit of mine, but I feel like my body really needs it. I nap literally every evening before bed, curled up on the couch. And we swear that I have some like mild form of narcolepsy or something because I'll be wide awake watching a TV show or a movie or whatever we've put on. And then I'll curl up on the couch. And I use the analogy of like, you know, the baby dolls where you lay them down and their eyes close to shut because their eyelids come back down. That that's literally me. Like I lay down and all of a sudden I'm conked out. But my naps, they don't seem to affect me when it comes to like my actual nighttime sleep. So I, I think my body just needs a little bit of a, a rest before bed. It's a, it's an appetizer, a nappetizer. Oh, <laughs> boom. I'm going to trademark that hashtag. Oh my appetizer. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Naps are definitely helpful. It's like a sign your body needs to rest, I think. But I try to monitor how much I nap. They say don't nap after like three o'clock or something or else it'll affect your sleep. (laughs) But it sounds like it doesn't affect you. It definitely does affect me. I know this. So everyone's different. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, let's chat about our morning and our evening routines Um, So I'll go ahead and start off and kind of walk through what a typical morning routine is for myself. I personally am bad about going immediately on my phone when I first wake up. 
So I'll check emails, I'll check social notifications, like any other pop-ups that I have on my phone, watch the Daily Mail Snapchat stories. I just feel like at that point, I'm caught up before the day even begins rather than playing catch up throughout the morning. So I feel like I can get more productivity done in the morning because I've already accomplished all of those. I'm up to date in the morning. Um, But so I do that. And a lot of the times I'm doing it while laying in bed curl up underneath my comforter so the light's not like waking my fiance (laughs) up (laughs) and I'm just sitting there like perusing on my phone but by the time I actually get my arse up out of bed I love to enjoy like a nice cup of coffee while multitasking so like doing my facial and and makeup routine while listening to a podcast or have a Netflix show playing on my phone in the background and I'm often joined by my dog in the bathroom so I'll take breaks between like my routine to give her belly rubs and stuff. Um, (laughs) My facial and makeup routine, it just consists of washing my face with facial cleanser, obviously, sometimes using some toner, always moisturize. Diana actually gave me a rose quartz facial roller and I keep Mm -hmm. that in the fridge. So it's like nice and chilled. And so after I put my lotion on, I'll go and get that. And then I can, I can roll it on my face while I've got the lotion on. So kind of like it pushes the lotion in a little bit and it tends to like wake me up and maybe drain out some extra like fluid or swelling that I may have on my face. So once I've done that and, and beat my face a little bit with that roller. I got to put on some eye cream because I suffer from like really dark under eye circles and some puffiness. So makes me look super sleepy or like even sick sometimes, which is just not ideal. Oh, and <laughs> I forgot um, one of the most important steps, sunscreen. So mm-hmm. that step lately has been left off since like working from home. So I don't know why I'd put sunscreen on when I'm just going to be indoors. But like if I plan on going outside to walk the dog or do some sort of workout or run, then I make sure to put it on like right before I go out. But that's, that's like my typical morning. Now for the morning, I do the same thing as you check my phone. I really want to stop doing that. But here we are. But I check my phone just for any news or anything, emails, texts, stuff like that. And then I make sure to plug in my AirPods and um, meditate before I even step foot out of the bed. So I spend usually five to 10 minutes meditating. And I can do it laying down or I sit up straight. But for the most part, I lay down. And it doesn't make a difference to me because laying down, I still get to feel like I'm resting, but Mm -hmm. the audio helped me like wake up a little bit because of the background noise and also the person talking. And then after that, I get out of bed and then brush my teeth, wash my face, do my skincare routine. And then I make a cup of tea. Yum. It's usually a detox tea or a skinny me tea. Mm -hmm. Was it tea me tea? Tea me. Oh, yes. It's from Amazon. So I drink a cup of that. And then while I'm drinking it, I'll just again, check further emails and stuff while doing that and watching YouTube. Yes. Yes. I love watching YouTube. It's just (laughs) a great way to pass the time. And then I go into a workout about 25 to 30 minutes, nothing too crazy. 
I'm really trying to tone my body, not really do a lot of cardio because A, I'm not a runner. That's not going to change. And <laughs> B, I'm not comfortable going to spin studios yet. So yeah. I'm just doing at-home workouts. And then I go into the rest of my day after I've completed my workout. Awesome. I would love to get into the habit of morning workouts. Mm-hmm. I just get I get too sweaty. And like I mentioned before, I hate showering. So <laughs> it's, it's I love like a vicious showering. Cycle. I mean, I love working out. I love baths. The after like feeling of a shower, I enjoy. But like the act of showering, ugh, I feel like yeah. I'm being punished. Yeah, it does feel like that sometimes. Yeah. definitely. But I do Pilates usually. So okay. that doesn't really make me sweat too much. Mm. And you don't always need to sweat like buckets when you work out. That doesn't always mean that your workout was more efficient than if you didn't sweat. Yeah, that's true. So I definitely don't sweat as much and I don't try not to sweat, but it just doesn't bother me. I'm just like, oh, I didn't sweat so I can go on about my day. No, that's great. It's one less thing you have to do in the morning. Yep. Well, so then evening routines, if big if I am to shower in the evening, (laughs) then it has to be like a good bit before bedtime because I literally cannot stand going to sleep with wet hair. Oh, it like irks me going to sleep with wet hair. It can be like slightly damp, 90% dry, but if it's wet or like, oh, oof, I, I can't even talk about it right now. It's, it's like making me like sticky or whatever. But anyways, um, my <laughs> facial routines are like about exactly the same as the morning. Only major change is that I'll use a serum in the evenings and uh, like thicker or richer moisturizer for the evening just to like get some more nutrients within my skin about one to two times a week i'll try to incorporate like a face mask or a light peel after washing something else that i've also been trying to do and i've been trying to like ramp it up lately is to drink a really good amount of water before bed and to make sure to bring a bottle of water or a cup of water to have beside my bed on my nightstand or whatever Because we all know, we hear all these commercials and stuff. Water is so good and it's the top thing to do for healthy glowing skin. But like none of us actually do it. So I'm trying to to force myself to drink some some more water so I'm not waking up like a crusty critter in the morning. Yes, that no one wants to wake up like that. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I usually take a shower at night just because I'm not a morning person. So the less I have to do in the morning, the better. Yeah. (laughs) So I take my shower and then once a week I'll exfoliate in the shower. I like to use the Tree Hut sugar scrubs. They yes. just make your skin so soft. Oh my gosh, I love it. And they're very abrasive without like making your skin sensitive. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And then um, I do a face mask too once a week, usually every Friday night. And then after that, I go into skincare and I do serums morning and night. And mm-hmm. I love the ordinary serums. I think they're very effective and not pricey at all. I second so, that. Yes. So that's part of my skincare routine. And then I'll face roll at night just so my face is less puffy in the morning. And my face is very slim as it is in um, an oval shape and very... Mm-hmm 
prominent like cheekbones and stuff. So I make sure to keep up with that when I do the face roller. And then all lotion, like we talked about before, definitely do that. I've incorporated a like skin tightening lotion for like your butt and your thighs. So and stomach. So yeah, how's it working? I think it's working pretty well. If anything, it's just extra moisture and it smells good. So yeah. Does it give like a tingling effect at all? Or is it just like a normal moisturizer? The current one I have is a normal moisturizer. So I have two. One has like metal balls that you... Ooh, it's like a massager. Yeah, so you roll the product on. So I haven't used that one yet. So I'll see how that one works. But the one that I'm currently using is like just the lotion. Okay, that's nice. I remember in college, I this is during like chunky Naomi phase. <laughs> your, your girl liked the... The all you can eat like buffets at the dining hall, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Yikes. Um, but I had gotten like skin firming, anti-cellulite, blah, 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 like all these bullshit claims, whatever. It was like a paragraph of claims for this lotion. Yeah. And it was like five bucks, which I should have known right there and then. Like, it's not gonna do all these things if it's five bucks. But anyways, it was like a tingling lotion. And I didn't check on the back or read reviews or anything. I put that shit on my entire body. I was tingling everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm nope, this isn't it for me. Oh so I, I didn't get to try it out to see if it actually worked, but I was just curious to see if, if others tingled. I think I may have just got ripped off. <laughs> yeah. I think you got <laughs> fucked over. <because laughs> I don't think that's normal. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Oh my God. Yeah. This one doesn't tingle, but it does have a creamsicle smell, which uh, it smells really good. Yum. Perfect for summertime. Yes. All right. So this week we have a challenge until next time um, when it's just us. The challenge is to take cold showers Now, Mm -hmm. it sounds a little weird, or it's not anything new either, but I think um, it helps with, like, your hair less breakage and also, like, neutralize your body temperature. And some people have claimed it makes you skinnier. I don't think that's accurate at all, (laughs) but whatever works for you and makes you think whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll start it at the time that this episode releases and we'll follow back in a week from now on the next episode where it's just Diana and I and we'll report back on how it goes. Yes, and I actually use cold water in the morning when I wash my face, so I definitely think it's very refreshing. But yeah, we'll see. I think it's doable. I think it's gonna be a little bit tricky to remember to do cold, but you know, we'll push through it. Yeah, it's summertime, so a nice cool shower sounds good. Yeah, if you're worried about the shower being too cold, just go stand outside for a little bit till you start spitzing. Right. Okay, so we're going to end today's episode with the Pinterest quote of the day. It is, admire someone's beauty without questioning your own. I love that. Mm. End with that. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.